from his studios in New York. It's time for Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, where sports meets life. Here's your host, Dan Tortora. Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on WakeUpCallDT.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on MixLR.com backslash WakeUpCallDT. Proud to be here with you every Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, and thank you for being a part of the show and a part of the broadcast as always, weekly on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora. I hope you're doing well. Hope everything is going well in your life. Today on this beautiful Wednesday, October 24th, I cannot believe that Halloween is right around the corner. Halloween is going to find its way to us soon enough. And what are you dressing up as? What are you going to be? You know, I thought about doing like a tandem thing, but I need to have another person, right? You know, I love this show Cloak and Dagger. So for me, I'm like, okay, <clears throat> I love the show Cloak and Dagger, but if I'm Dagger, if I'm Dagger, if I'm Cloak, who's Dagger? So, you know, that's 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 the story. You got to have somebody else that's gonna be that counterpart. You know, that that's that's gonna be that uh, that colleague in the thing. So, you know, I love when people do like they do the Adams Family or the Ninja Turtles or something like that. I always I like to have intricate ones, like like thought out process ones, but. Cloak and dagger seems like a good one. I just need a dagger, but I'm good with cloak. You know, I can make cloak happen. I need a dagger. So if uh, if you know somebody, let me know. But uh, very happy to be here with you this morning. Always having a great time on Wake Up Call with Dan Satora. The West Genesee young men and Coach Corley, always a pleasure. Brian Felix, Chandler McCavin. Cole Wade, Ben Rustay, and Coach Joe Corley are all going to be on the field this Friday, October 26th at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. <clears throat> right around that time, maybe starting a little bit later. There's a second game in the doubleheader over at CNS. CNS has FM at 4.30, and then we'll see West Genesee take on Liverpool in the Final Four of Section 3, Class AA. The winner of both of those games will face off against one another inside of the Carrier Dome, and I cannot wait. So CNS, FM, West Genesee, and Liverpool, go out and see the teams and support your local community this weekend over at CNS. And you can stop at Chick-fil-A along the way, and for all of you in West Genesee, you can grab some wings, some pizza, some chicken Caesar wraps and whatnot, and celebrate with that pregame, postgame and, uh, and definitely always head out to the Wildcat. I want to thank Danny and Heather Tome of the Wildcat and the entire team, Nikki Bree, and Dylan, Shane, everybody over there. Big thanks to each and every single one of you for making the Wildcat Sports Pub a special, special place over on 3680 Milton Avenue in Camillus, New York. Coming up in just a moment, we're going to have Ryan Guthrie on the show. We're going to end the show a little bit earlier today. And uh, my apologies on that. My throat, uh, as you know, I lost my voice last week. And my voice is my livelihood. And my throat uh, is is uh, definitely taking a beating this morning. Um, unfortunately, with the weather 
allergies and uh, losing my voice. Uh, I'm in a place right now where I I need to kind of chamomile tea this thing and get better. So with that being said, I'm proudly bringing you my conversation with Ryan Guthrie, linebacker of the Syracuse Orange, speaking on the core of the team right now. Um, awesome. We work our tails off every week. Um, everybody in the room wants to get better, whether they're freshmen or they're seniors. And um, we play off of each other. We see what we do wrong and we fix it. So uh, we we just we want to win. And um, you can tell. And we're getting better every week. And we're going to continue to get better until the end of the season. Your story, a unique one in, in getting to where you are today. Just bring me into that, how you came into Syracuse all the way to where you are now, that timeline. Yeah, um, obviously I was, came, came out of JUCO. I was probably 205 pounds. Came over here. Um, knew I had to work my tail off to get to this point, and um, I mean, really in the weight room, that's where I made most of my success at first. And yeah. um, you know, just kind of learned the defense. Took a long time, and you know, some it just clicked, and I was able to start making plays, and you know, just like I said, get better every week, and it's just kind of like the snowball effect of that. When you're trying to find your place on the team and, you know, there's that special teams route and whatnot, just what you could say about respecting those opportunities, respecting that piece of the game as you worked your way to where you are now? Yeah, um, I mean, if you want to get noticed that special teams is the way to do it. Um, uh, I was able to make a few plays on special teams last year, but um, and obviously I played Dan last year too, so, yeah, um, yeah just being able to go out there and, and do your job really is the biggest thing, just so that they have that confidence in you to get it done um, on any play. So, Parrish, Bennett, Zaire, Franklin, Jonathan Thomas, what did they leave you with? Because they had come in together, led together, left together. So what did they leave you with? Um, they left us with a whole lot of, uh, they left us with a really good idea of how to do things around here. And, uh, you know, they really set the standard for me and Wit and Army and everybody else in the, in the linebacker room. And, um, I mean, I learned from them as a DN last year just yeah. because, you know, their presence is felt on the, on the field. So um, just trying to, you know, uh, like I said, I keep coming back to getting better every week because those guys last year, that's what, I mean, they, they were focusing on that. And um, Apple doesn't fall far from the tree, I guess. They came in under a different coaching staff with a different defensive scheme. What did you learn from or what did they teach you about having to ad-lib and change some things and, and kind of adjust yourself to fit what you needed to fit? Yeah, um, yeah. those guys being three-year starters, obviously, they had a real good knowledge of the game by yeah. the time they were seniors. But, uh, yeah, they, they, uh, they kind of broke things down in different ways that uh, might have made it a little bit easier just to kind of grasp, especially for a guy like me who was just coming in, I had no idea what was going on. Yeah. And uh, I'd walk up to him, I'd say, hey, what's going on here? And they'd, you know, they'd break it down for me and it was really helpful. So, 
the run going up against the run and the, and the run defense you know that that middle part of the defense obviously a huge part in this you've had to face a three-headed running back group with North Carolina with Pittsburgh there's obviously numerous guys with Clemson there was three different guys what are you taking away from that do you see the run defense getting better are you guys starting to collapse where you need to collapse and, and are you starting to minimize some of maybe those chances that got away from you before um, yeah I mean it's uh it's been huge, you know, stopping the run, and it's something that we work on each and every week, and that's something, once again, that we're getting better at each and every week, that we're understanding more. Um, we're at the halfway point in the season now, and as a linebacker core, we are we're getting better just because our knowledge of the game is getting better. Yeah. We understand fits better. We understand all this better. So um, it's really cool to see, honestly, just how much we've, we've come along in the first half of the season. How much better has the secondary gotten behind you, in your opinion? Because I would venture to say, for as long as I've been around this team, that there's more depth there now than maybe in a decade. Yeah. Do you get a feel for that? Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, you saw Iffy, Iffy Melifon step up last week. So um, if we have confidence in every guy out there that, that's going to go out there and play, and that, that's huge just to have that confidence and know, okay, if I do my job, everybody else is going to do their job and we're going to be all right. And uh, that's a big time. The first couple seasons under Dino, a lot of points were given up. You know, over 30 the first season, over 30 in the second. What's been different? Because there's obviously a different feel for it from the outside looking in. This defense is playing better than the last two seasons under Dino. What is it? What's, what's happening that's clicking? What's right to you that it looks a lot better and you're performing a lot better as well? Uh, I mean, every, everyone's bought in, like I said, and just like the confidence of the defense as a whole, anybody can step in, and there's still that confidence there. Yeah. And uh, just to do your job, do your one eleventh each and every play, it's just, that's really the only way I can put it, just doing our job is what's, what's helping us out the most. I have to ask you, and I, I see him doing this right now. I, gotta, I was going to ask you about Kylan, despite the fact that he did. But what can you say? I mean, I, I've known Kylan throughout his recruitment and his time here. He's been a linebacker. He's been a safety. He's yeah. kind of been in different places. You've been in different places. How do you play off each other? How do you make each other better? Yeah, um, I mean, like I was on the D-line last year. He was he's played safety. Um, we know the whole defense together. Um, just us being able to communicate and see things. He sees things I don't see. I see things that he doesn't see, but yeah. when we're able to communicate those things, it really helps us out. Being bowl eligible, obviously important. The team is 5-2. and two. You have plenty of games left to make it happen, but the next one is the one that would give you that eligibility. Just what you can say about being in this position and just knowing the recent history of Syracuse football has been a little bit tumultuous and there's been a lot of adversity so just knowing that it's right there right in front of you guys yeah um we got over that four-win hump last week so i'm not really worried about the history of syracuse right now we're worried about winning each and every week yeah um that's been our goal this whole year and it's exciting it really is you walk in the locker room everybody's excited everybody's hungry for the win and uh, we know what we have to do to get there and we're working our tails off to do it what makes dino so special. I mean, people talk about the post-game conversations, but you get to see them all, the pre-game, the post-game, the in-game film and whatnot, practice. What makes him a unique coach? What are the what are the kind of the pillars of Dino Babers? It's a tough question. He's, he's just a, 
he wants to win just like everybody else does. I mean, more than everybody else does. And he knows how to do it. He knows how to coach us in a way that we can do it. And, uh, I mean, he's got everybody bought in. It's awesome to see. Brian Ward, just what you can say defensively that he has done this year, the adjustments that he has made. And have there been some adjustments in season that he's kind of just had little nuances maybe that he's fixed? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm sure there is. He knows more about those little things than I do. But I just know that, uh, I mean, he's getting us prepared. And... Uh, that's really, really all you can ask for from our standpoint. Just to know what we're doing each and every play, he he gets us prepared really well. I know that you're on the defensive side of the ball, but Tommy DeVito, Eric Dungey, they've both had success. Not a lot of teams can throw in their backup quarterback and get victories, and he's been able to do it multiple times. What can you say when you're on the sideline, you're watching both of these guys? What is the difference? What do you think about having two quarterbacks capable of of getting the job done and? And keeping you off the field and just your takeaway from that. Yeah, I mean, I think it's awesome that uh, we got two quarterbacks that can do really great things, and um, I'm really excited about it. And it's, it, it gives us a lot of confidence as a defense, and um, yeah, just going back to having confidence in the whole team, yeah. backups, everybody. It's uh, it's really cool to see. Lastly, for me, just words to the fans: they were loud, they stayed, they stuck it out with you guys for overtime and double overtime. They got up whenever they needed to get up. So the dome is, at least to me, starting to become a little bit louder again. Do you do you feel that on the field? Oh yeah, for sure. Um, it's awesome that we were out there in the second OT and they were still. Really loud, and which which isn't you don't get that a lot, you know. Um, I'm not just saying at Syracuse; I'm saying across the country, people people get bored in OT, I guess. But um, yeah, it was just it's awesome to have a fan base like this, and uh, it's going to be real loud this Saturday. So I'm excited to see it. That coming once again from Ryan Guthrie, Ryan Guthrie of the Syracuse Orange linebacker for the team. Again, we're going to end today's show uh, just a little bit early. Due to my throat, um, I have had some issues since losing my voice a week ago, and I'm in pain today, so I hope you can all understand uh, with this West Genesee special and with the special one-on-one with Ryan Guthrie that I wanted to bring you something special, and I wanted to make sure I was here today, and I want to thank all my partners in business, and I want to thank Monster Energy for fueling the show. And make sure you buy your tickets to go see the Syracuse Stallions. Their first game is at the end of this month, SyracuseStallions.com. That's SyracuseStallions.com. In the meantime, be well. God bless you. Find me on Facebook at WakeUpCallDT, Twitter at CallDT, Instagram at WakeUpCall underscore DT, and always on WakeUpCallDT.com. You can listen to over a 1,000 shows by going to WakeUpCallDT.Podbean.com or go to WakeUpCall.com. DT.com and click on the Podbean podcast. You can also go to the TuneIn radio on WakeUpCallDT.com, the iTunes podcast, and the RSS feed. And on top of that, tomorrow's show, Thursday, October 25th, we'll be featuring Papa Joe's Picks College Football in the first hour, coaching a class with Katie Kalinske in the first hour, and in the second hour, the Fantasy Football Power Hour for Week 8 in the NFL. God with Mike Sofka of Hall of Fame FantasyFootball.com. Proudly brought to you by the Wildcat Sports Pub and the Penn and Trophy Center. In the meantime, God bless, be well, and I can't wait to talk with you soon. Be good to each other.